Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. This is Voice ISAAC Dollar Sign. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen Alicia T. This is the Callahan Death Machine and the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sandy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. So hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215, here again. This time though, it isn't with a wrestling review, it's going to be another boxing preview. The upcoming Triller Fight boxing event between Teofimo Lopez and George Cambosos Jr., um, so yeah, I enjoyed the last Triller Fight Club event, what took place um, earlier this year. And, you know, I thought it was a good little um, different way of doing things. You know, I don't often do previews for events. And, you know, boxing is one of those things, like I said before, where thanks to Fight, who, you know, I'm able to um, share these previews with you. I've been able to watch a lot more boxing. And, you know, I think Triller's a really fun concept, you know, and if you are wanting to get into boxing and are a bit unsure about where to go or, you know, because it can be quite daunting given, I don't know, there's always that kind of, um, I don't want to say elitist, that's probably a bit too extreme a word, but there's a certain kind of boxing fan and things, but Triller's kind of a fun way to get into it, and, you know, it's a, a different way of watching boxing, it's not just as intense as other things, and the last Triller event I thought was really good, I know there was criticism around the main event, I know there was criticism around other things, but I thought the production was really good, I thought that it was a really exciting show, I thought that the um, actual... Uh, idea and concept worked really really well so i thought it was only fair given there's been a lot of hype towards this upcoming show between lopez and cambosas jr to um do another preview and um if you are a boxing fan as well you know i hope that this is kind of a fun show for you as well because one of the things i wanted to do is as well let people know that although I am predominantly watching and reviewing wrestling, I do enjoy boxing as well. And, you know, I think boxing is one of those things which, again, has had a lot of stigma around it, but it's an exciting sport, much like wrestling, and, you know, I want people to enjoy it. So, um, so yeah, so we'll get straight into it. You know, the other thing to mention as well with this Triller Fight card is that Unlike the last show, there's a lot less, from what I've heard and from what I've seen, there's a lot less of the kind of entertainment aspect to this one. You know, it's more the kind of traditional boxing show, boxing matches, less of kind of the music interludes and the entertainment aspects. So it's more the, you know, fight after fight, boxing match after boxing match, you know, kind of trying to create that more of a legitimate boxing experience for fans, um, which I think is really good as well. So, um, so the first fight of the event on the undercard is a four-round fight in the featherweight division between Haven Brady Jr. and Manuel Lara. Um, so Brady Jr. is from um, America and Lara is of Mexico. And um, yeah, this is only um, Brady Jr.'s third fight, but he's currently 2-0 and uh, Lara is currently two wins with six losses. So um, I think it's actually a really interesting matchup this one you know it's always good seeing young upcoming boxers going through it it's only four rounds as well in the featherweight division so it's a f sort of short and sweet little match this one i think um but 
If I had to go with anybody, I think that Brady Jr. will probably have the advantage in this one. Um, I think he'll probably get it done in the third round. But then again, it could go the full four and he might win on a decision. But I'm thinking sort of third round knockout um, with him already having two KOs. So that's a fun little one to uh, look forward to as part of the undercard. So the next match on the undercard is again four rounds in the welterweight division between Arnold Gonzalez of New York City against Gabriel Guatirez. Uh, I apologise if the pronunciation there was a little bit off, but um, from El Paso, Texas. So Arnold Gonzalez currently has six wins um, with two KOs and no losses. And uh, Guetirez has seven wins with nine losses with five KOs. So, um, yeah, again, this might be a one-sided affair. You know, I think that Gonzalez will probably, you know, win this on a decision with it only being four rounds. Um, but it could, you know, end in the second or third and... Guatirez, you know, he's got experience there um, and it could be that, you know, he gets it done, you know, quicker than what we think. But I think it's going to be Gonzalez, this one, uh, in the um, maybe the third round or all the way um, into the decision. And I think it's fun as well that we're getting matches which are only four rounds, you know, to start with. Because if you are new to boxing, sort of, you know, the 10 and 12 rounds and like 15 rounds are quite a lot to take in, you know, and it can sometimes go the distance and other times it can't. So I think it's nice that, you know, you know the short little, you know, bursts of boxing which are fun, you know, full of excitement. And um, one of the other things, I didn't mention this actually when I started this preview, but um, unlike the previous show, um, the Triller Network and Fight Network have actually got Jim Lampley to um, cover the event this time for the um, for the Triller company. So um, James Lampley is a famous uh, HBO uh, boxing announcer and um, he's now become part of the Triller Fight Club family. So I think it's great as well that they've got somebody who's got a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge in the boxing world and someone who's got a lot of respect with the boxing announcing world to come and to you know put put on the um you know announcing for this one it isn't i mean it's funny hearing snoop dog on the call you know don't get me wrong but um if you're wanting to create that legitimacy you know you want somebody who's you know got that kind of credibility and uh you know jim lampley coming from hbo world boxing you know he's definitely the best guy for the job and it'll be really exciting as well hearing him you know calling some of these matches it'll be really fun so um so that'll be a good one to uh to listen to. well he'll be a good guy to listen to so then the next match again on the undercard um is an eight round fight in the junior middleweight division between nicolas Sekhenishvili. i apologize there once again for the pronunciation <laughs> from georgia against kenneth council so um nicolas i will say because i can't pronounce his surname i apologize is currently at seven uh wins and no losses with five knockouts council is currently at 11 wins four losses and one draw with eight knockouts so this is always exciting as well when you've got guys who um like council who have you know gone the distance and had a draw and you know th there's experience there and you know there's a lot of knockouts there although there's been a few losses and I actually think that this might be Council's night. You know, I think that uh, Nicolas, although he's got seven knockout win, well, he's got seven wins with five knockouts victories. I'm there's something in it which is telling me that it's going to be Council's night. So I'm thinking Council's going to get this done in the seventh round, or if not, I'll go to the decision and then he'll win. Um, and that'll be another exciting one. You know, again, the rounds are going up, so this one's eight rounds rather than the four earlier on. But I think this is going to be Council's night, and it'll be an, um, another exciting one. 
So then the next match on the undercard is again in the junior middleweight division. And it's between an eight-round fight between Ray Robinson and Ramal Amanov. So Robinson is of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, currently with 24 wins, three losses and two draws with 12 knockouts. And uh, Amanov is currently at 16 wins with three losses with five knockouts. So it's, again, it's really tight, this one. You know, I think that Amanov's been on a great streak but there's something about Robinson with that experience and those KOs which just tells me that this is going to be, again, Robinson. He, he, that KO you know, advantage might just be the thing to tip it. Um, I think it'll be a close one. I think it might go the distance, this one, actually. I think that it's going to be a really closely hit fight. I think that Amanov will struggle, but I think that he may actually have the advantage over Robinson in some regards, you know, if he's... Um, not on his game. So I'm actually going to go, it might shock a lot of people, with Am Amanov. I think that Amanov is actually going to win this one, but with a decision. I don't think he'll win this with a knockout, but I think it'll go to the to the eight rounds and it'll be a decision victory for uh, Amanov after the eight rounds. But I'm really excited for that one. Big fan of Ray Robinson. I think Ray Robinson's got a lot of, um, you know, going for him. And, you know, he has experience and, you know, it's always cool when you get to see these. That's one of the cool things about boxing, actually, is that, you know, you've got guys who, you know, all over the world, like boxers from, you know, Azerbaijan, which is where Amanov's from, who are doing great things as well. So it's a really fun little matchup, this one. So I'm looking forward to that. And then the next fight on the undercard is a middleweight fight for eight rounds between William Monroe Jr., against Juan de Angel of Colombia. So Monroe Jr. is currently 24 wins with three losses, with six knockouts. And this is where, so Angel has currently got 22 wins with 13 losses, with one draw and 20 knockouts. So this is where kind of the um, results and the, you know, the averages and the, um, you know, records really come into play. 20 knockouts is, um, you know, scary to think that someone can, you know, knock out 20 people, you know, consistently. And although, you know, the experience advantage, you know, obviously there's 13 losses there, but that's, you know, a lot of fights what he's been in on Angel and, he's not going to go down without a fight. And although William Monroe Jr., you know, might think that he's got it here, I think it's going to be Angel's night and it'll be another knockout there, probably in the sixth round. I've got a feeling this one's going to go to about round six and then Monroe Jr. is going to struggle. Um, you know, I think as well what's interesting is is that somebody who has sort of that amount of knockouts, they're just going to come in like a house of fire and they're just going to suddenly come into a round and just knock someone down and they're not going to be able to get back up, you know. And um, I think as long as Angel doesn't get tired, you know, it's going to be going to be his night um, and probably go into the sixth round. I've got a feeling for the sixth round for this one. So um, the next fight following on from that is in the heavyweight division and it's a 10-round fight and it's between Zalil Zhang of China against Daniel Martinez, sorry, Martz, sorry, not Martinez, Daniel Martz of um, West Virginia. So currently, Zhang has 21 wins with no losses and one draw, with 17 knockouts, and then Martz has 20 wins with nine losses and one draw with 17 knockouts. So again, the averages in this one and the results really play into this, you know, the stats 
But Zhang, you know, this guy is a beast. You know, one draw, 21 wins, no losses, 17 knockouts. And although Marts has the same of 17 knockouts, Zhang's going to, I've got a feeling Zhang's going to win this one. Ninth round, knockout. He's going to come with a, with a heavy forearm, a heavy, a heavy jab or a heavy uppercut and just take Marts down. I think that Marts is um, going to struggle as this match goes on. You know, I think that um, he's got a lot going on this in a way and it's not going to be his, you know, his night, unfortunately. I think that Zhang just has the um, has the advantage. You know, there's no other way of looking at it. You know, and although Zhang is an old... He's 38, you know, and he's, you know, uh, got a lot of experience there. He's got enough experience to be able to take him down. You know, so I think it's going to be Zhang's night, this one. And it'll be exciting to see this one. You know, I think this is one of those fights again where even, although the records say uneven, this is going to be really even, but I think Zhang's going to have this one. If it was up to me, I think Zhang's got it. So um, and the next fight is in the super lightweight division and it's four rounds. And it's between Aaron Aponte of Florida against... Gerardo Gonzalez of California. So currently both guys have un have not been defeated. So uh, Aponte has three wins and one knockout and no losses. And Gonzalez has two wins and uh, no losses and one knockout. So yeah, this is a fun little four-round exhibition in the super lightweight division. You know, I think that um, Aponte is coming in obviously with the advantage. But Gonzalez, I think, you know, he... He's looking to prove it and looking to get on his, um, you know, getting that first victory in there against Aponte. So he, you know, that first loss for him. So I've kind of got Gonzalez for this one, but I think this one will go the distance. I think that they'll, you know, play it safe and they'll go the distance. But again, exciting stuff. You know, I think these the boxing world is in a good place right now. And with guys like this, I think it's really going to, you know, show. But I think Gonzalez is going to win this one by decision. And it'll then be uh, 3-0 um, to Gonzalez and then 3-1 to Aponte after this one. So um, that'll be exciting. And then the final fight on the undercard is for the USBA Super Welterweight and WBC Continental Americas title. Try and say that quickly five times. Um, is a 10-round junior middleweight fight between Charles Conwell and Marcus DeLucia. So... Conwell currently has 14 wins and no losses with 11 KOs. And DeLucia has 27 wins and 2 losses with 15 KOs. So, yeah, again, this is really exciting. You know, I've got... I really like Charles Conwell. I think Charles Conwell, you know, is a great fighter. He, um, you know, it, it, he just radiates that sort of swagger, what you need to be a boxer. And, you know, he just is really exciting to watch. And I just think it's going to be his night. You know, I think that, again, he's, you know, coming with the championships and he's going to come out with the championships. You know, he's got experience in big fight situations. And it's exciting to see two guys like this who, you know, are fighting over a championship. But Conwell is a guy who, you know... He's on a roll, and he's a guy who I think is really going to make big waves going forward. Um, 
you know, in the boxing world. He's a young guy. He's got a lot of experience. He's got a lot of um, charisma. But yeah, I think this is going to go to around the eighth round. And then he's going to take uh, De Lucia down with a big, big uppercut. And then, you know, retain his belt. But it'll um, it'll be exciting. You know, really, really excited for this one. Because um, again, th this is one of those fights again where, you know, you've got guys who um, have a lot to prove. And in a guy, and I think Triller is a place where they can do that, and this is definitely the place where and the fight which is going to do that for him for Conwell. Not 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 taking anything away from Delusa, but Conwell definitely has the advantage here for me. Um, and really excited to see what he brings from that one. So Conwell in the uh, ninth round or the eighth round, I think. And then we come to the main card. So the first fight on the main card is a undisputed super middleweight championship women's boxing match. Ten rounds in the super middleweight division between Franchion Cruz de Zuren of Baltimore, Maryland against Ellen Tzedirus of um, Sweden. So um, de Zuren, Cruz de Zuren, sorry is coming in with seven wins and one loss with two KOs. And then uh, Sedirus is coming in with eight wins with no losses and four KOs. So, you know, the uh, experience there and the wins, they've both fought eight times, but, you know, Sedirus definitely has the advantage here. Um, I think that this is definitely going to be finished in around the sixth round. And I think that Ellen is going to, you know, win this one. I think it'll be exciting as well to see um, a women's boxing fight in uh, Triller. I think it shows a lot for the, um, you know, quality situation as well, which is really exciting. You know, Zadiru's is currently, you know, the champion and uh, she's not going to lose that championship. <laughs> it's going to be hers going through the next fight. And, you know, I think that this is going to end in the sixth or the seventh round. And, um, you know, it'll, uh, Cruz de Zune will put on a good fight, but it's going to be Sidiru's night again in the uh, undisputed Super Millerweight Championship bout. So that's exciting. So then following on from that, we have an eight-round heavyweight exhibition fight. So we have Vita Belfort of Rio de Janeiro in Brazil against the real Tarzan, Mike Holston, who's in his debut fight. So Vita Belfort is currently at one win and no losses. And as I said, it's the debut of uh, Mike Holston. So, you know, again, this is the thing with Triller where I think a lot of people kind of critique it in that, you know, you've got guys like Belfort who's of the UFC background and of MMA but, you know, we've seen guys in wrestling who have gone into MMA or have seen MMA fighters come into wrestling or, you know, why not, you know, have MMA fighters go into boxing? What's the harm in that, you know? We saw Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor who did what they did. Fair enough, they may be an exception. And, you know, Mike Holston, you know, this this will be interesting. You know, I think that it's definitely a good experience to see these guys coming in with something a bit different, you know, I want to go in there and I want to have a, a boxing fight. And, you know, it might not be the Nate Robinson situation we saw last time. <laughs> I hope not. But, um, 
yeah, why not? You know, it's a bit of fun. As long as everyone stays safe and as long as everything is done correctly, then why not? I think that actually Mike Holston might have this one. I think Mike Holston's probably going to win in around the, the fourth or fifth round. I think that Vita Belfort's going to struggle, actually. I think that he, due to his MMA experience, will struggle late on. But then again, he has lost in the UFC in various different, you know, matches and through various ways. But, yeah, I think this is going to be um, all about Mark Holston, the real Tarzan. Sixth or seventh round, maybe even sooner. Yeah, I think he's going to get a big, um, you know, punch in there, you know, a big um, uppercut, and then that'll be it. I think it's going to be an exciting one. And then the next fight on the main event, uh, the the main card is for the WBC International Super Featherweight Silver Championship. Ten rounds between Andy Ven- Vences and John Joe Carroll, um, Irish native John Joe Carroll. So um, Carroll currently has 19 wins with two losses and one draw, five KOs. And Vences has 23 wins with two losses and one KO, uh, one draw, sorry. So with 12 KOs. So, you know, the KO, you know, records don't lie. But I've got to go for Carroll the whole way on this one. You know, I can't not root for the the British native slash, you know, UK native. Carroll, you know, he is a guy who has got a lot of experience there. He's a guy who... Sorry, John O. Carroll, not John Joe Carroll. I do apologise. Um... He is a guy who has a lot of experience and I think it's his time to win a belt. You know, he hasn't, he's, he's won belts in the past, but I think it's his time to win a belt again. And I'd really like to see him, you know, come and win the belt back. It's definitely his time. You know, it's definitely Jono's time. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. I think this will go to around the seventh round and then I think Jono will win with a, a nasty-looking uh, right hook um, or a left hook. I think he'll just take him by surprise, Ben says, um, and then he'll be 23-3. and three. So, yeah, can't not go for John, John O'Carroll in this one. Um, and then the next fight is for the... is a WBA heavyweight world title eliminator fight. Um, so it's for the um, number one contendership. And that's between a 10-round fight in the heavyweight division between Michael Hunter and Mike Wilson. So, great stats on this one. So, Michael Hunter, 19 knockout, 19 wins, 1 loss, 1 draw, 13 knockouts. Mike Wilson, 21 wins, 1 loss, 10 knockouts. This is going to be really close. Um, I think that it's going to be um, Michael Hunter who gets the win. I think he's probably going to win by KO in around the sixth round. I think he'll hit Wilson with a really sharp shot somewhere along the line, maybe a body shot, and take him out. But then again, Wilson might fire back with a shot of his own and take Hunter down. You know, I really couldn't choose between these two if I had to pick. I think that Michael Hunter, though, definitely has the um, charisma in his corner. And I think he's definitely got the um, the experiences there. And this is going to be an exciting one. You know, I'm really, really excited for it. And I think that it's definitely going to be 
Michael Hunter who wins this one. Not discounting Mike Wilson, but Michael Hunter all the way. Um, and I definitely recommend checking him out as well. If you haven't seen Michael Hunter, definitely check him out because he's well worth watching. And then we come to the main event, which is the Undisputed Lightweight Championship fight. 12 rounds in the lightweight division between Teofina Lopez and George Cambosos Jr. So currently Lopez is on 16 wins with no losses and 12 knockouts. And Cambosos Jr. is 19 wins with no losses and 10 knockouts. So yeah, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be so exciting. I cannot wait to see this fight. Lopez, you know, is the defending champion. He's been on a roll. He, you know, has got so much momentum and so much going for him that, you know, it's basically, you know, he's got everything to lose being the champion. And, you know, he's not going to let anything, you know, go without trying. And he's one of the the best lightweights, if not the best lightweight in the world. You know, he is just an absolute beast. There's no way of putting it. He's a beast. But he hasn't fought since October 2020. And Cambosos Jr., he also hasn't fought since October 2020. But he, again, you know, he's... His record speaks for itself, you know, and he just, it's all up to him to try and win that belt for Australia. You know, Australian native, he's got to win all those belts for, you know, Australia. But there's just something about Lopez right now. He's just on a roll and he, he's got it going. He is destined for, he's already his, making history but he's destined for even higher history, if that makes sense. And I think it's his time. And he's young, he's hungry, he just lives... He's one of those guys who just lives and breathes boxing and he's just so good at what he does. He is so good. He, he just... He radiates boxing, basically. And although, you know, he... I don't really want to choose him just because obviously I would prefer to choose the Australian boxer, sorry. Cambosos Jr. is going to struggle and I think that Lopez is going to win this either by decision or in around the 10th round. I think it's going to knock him out and I think it'll be a really back and forth fight and it'll be a really exciting one at that. I think it's going to be great and I highly recommend anybody who thinks, oh, why do I need to order Triller? Why do I need to order, you know, Triller Fight Club? This is the reason why. This fight is the reason why. This is going to be one of the best boxing fights of the year. I've just got a feeling about it. And, you know, I really can't wait for this one. And the whole event, you know, the whole event has just got a buzz to it. And I think that the whole event, compared with the last one, it's got a lot more legitimacy. It's got a lot more um, credibility. And a lot more excitement. You know, I know a lot of people, like I said early on, are dismissing Triller. But hey, this is going to be great. You know, I think this is going to be a really, really fun show. And um, yeah, definitely the main event. Tenth round, Lopez is going to knock out Cambo Sus Jr. And um, he'll make it 17-0 and and he'll retain those belts. His undisputed light, heavy, light championship, um, lightweight championship belt. It's all his for the take, you know, to take home. So um so yeah, 
So that does it for my little preview of Triller Fight Club taking place on June the 19th, which is Teofimo Lopez against George Cambos Jr. You can find the event on Fight. I'm going to put the link in the description so you can check it out on Fight. Um, on Here in the UK, it's on really early at 2am on June the 20th, but um, everywhere else in the world, it's June the 19th or over in the USA. And um, also check out my um, Twitter feed, at stj215, because I currently have a competition running as well to win one code for the event, um, so you may get lucky and win the free code. And it's definitely a really great time to get involved in boxing is with the Triller Fight Club events, like I just said. I've explained which shows are coming on, or which matches are coming on the show, boxing matches, and... You know, it's definitely a great show to get involved in boxing if you want to check it out. I really recommend it. And, um, you know, I want to thank, again, I want to thank Fight for, you know, putting these shows on because they're great. And just check it out. You know, I think if you want to find out more about boxing, definitely check it out. You know, there's nothing. I enjoyed the last one and I can't wait for this one. And um, as always, just thank you for listening, everybody. You know, and although this hasn't been a wrestling preview or a wrestling review, it's been a boxing preview. I hope you've enjoyed it. You know, and as I've said before, if anyone wants me to do any more boxing previews or reviews, just let me know. You know, either in the comments on uh, SoundCloud or on Twitter. You know, just hit me up and let me know. So I hope you've all enjoyed it. And if you want to find out more um, and you want to listen to more of BBG Wrestling, you can find us on Twitter at BBG Wrestling or you can find us on our website at www.bbgwrestling.com. So that does it for me, Stephen Jackson, a.k.a. DJ215, with this preview of Triller Fight Club Teofimo Lopez against George Cambus Jr. Thank you for listening, everybody, and keep safe.